0: Welcome to Phobos Militia Hobbycast. Happens when you come back from like a sith if you can because it's like they always say it's too late it's too late like it's weird it's
1: cool. kind if anybody really has and or if they will but i think it'll be cool next the next one to, if they show some of ren's training or if they or if maybe in episode eight he's just gonna come out and he's gonna be like vader from four at this point so like the the how i see it is the kylo ren that we saw was like Almost like Anakin style in part three, where he's still gonna make his transition, Mm -hmm. but he he wasn't like trained at that point at all. Like, you can tell that Kylo Ren in this movie has mastered aspects of the Force because he's strong in the Force. Like, he stops a fucking blaster in
0: air. And if you watch that scene, the like, laser shot, actually sticks in the air the whole time until the very end of the scene. When he leaves. When he he looks at Finn, and then the blaster, like, shoots in Finn's direction. Yeah. So, like, he held it there, too. I was like, that's badass.
1: So, like, he's extremely strong in the force. However, his lightsaber skills are amateurish, because he hasn't been trained in it yet. Um, He hasn't quite mastered it yet, and that's what people aren't grasping when they're reviewing this movie, is that, like, he is up-and-coming type thing, like, <clears throat> we're watching him his rookie year, <laughs> like, basically.
0: With the lightsaber thing, there was a, a mixed bag with people, though, because they were like, well, with his broadsword-style lightsaber, it I guess they gave him, like, a weight, so it's, like, weighted, so, like, it looks, it actually is, like, heavy to, mm-hmm. like, throw around, but then people were like, why would it be heavy? It's, like, a laser and a little piece of, like, metal, like. Shouldn't it be like light as fuck and like that? Then, then people were like, yeah. Why wouldn't you just have two? Why wouldn't you have two instead of one? Like, why did they always use two hands on a lightsaber? Like, there are, there are people who use two lightsabers. Maybe the the crystal is just like heavier than people think. Because that's the question: How heavy is a lightsaber? Like, because that's two whole different fields. In
1: of- Episode Two, Anakin dual wields two lightsabers and. Darth Maul has two lightsabers when he puts them together for the fucking staff. that's and amazing.
0: Yeah, because that was the thing. Like, they're like, why? Why would you even use one? Even Anakin's
1: Padawan, who's a female uh, alien style, she has two lightsabers. Like, like, why would
0: Yoda use one? Like, he should use like eight.
1: He probably doesn't need to use more. I mean, you that's, know, that's I mean?
0: that's the answer. I like. He that. doesn't need to. I He's like freaking.
1: That. It's it's like there was a classic where. It's like an old samurai flick, and you're watching it, and they're doing this battle, and he's fighting with his arm and all that. And as soon as he grabs the sword with his second hand, he becomes, like, the master. It's like a different sword style, and then all of a sudden he destroys the guy. <laughs> First, he was, like, fighting with his wrong hand, or, you know what I mean? Like, you get that. Like, where somebody is, like, fighting. I think it was, like, even, like, Goku and Dragon Ball, he's, like, fighting, and they're going, like, level 5000, fighting really fast, and he's like, oh, by the way, he takes off his training clothes, and it's, like, 5,000 pounds of training clothes. <laughs> Hell <laughs> like, yeah. Now it's, like, <laughs> lovo up. Like, that's the kind of aspect that we might see. So Kylo Ren could be training this whole time with a heavy lightsaber.
0: And That was the, the other thing is, like, why would Snoke let him go in so untrained? With I guess he was just confident that he, was, he wouldn't get wasted, I guess.
1: Well, there's no threats at that point. Like, he didn't know that Ray would have been present in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain aspects where there was no threat. They figured they were going to wipe the floor with him. And then when all this started to happen, he had to scramble, get Ren to him so he can train his ass. So, like, he's like, oh, there's a forced fucking person. Let me train your ass now.
0: And I guess that goes <laughs> on with, like, the overconfidence of the Sith. Cause exactly. Because if, if it was me, they would have to be, like, a, like a master before they, they would oh, leave my my dojo, like.
1: absolutely and and with the whole um you know ren sith and all that that shows how much power ray had because at the end when she's pulling when he goes to pull anakin's lightsaber luke's lightsaber whomever's yeah same um he can't do it but it's really she's pulling it and and she's overpowering him but people don't realize that they're like say oh it's he's he's a weak Jedi, or, like, no, they're not seeing the whole
0: picture. Well, she's actually, I think she's actually pushing it in, in the beginning, kind of fucking with him, and he's like, Maybe. why, he's like, why can't I pull it, you know, it's just like, like, uh, Luke in part two, um, part two, and Empire Strikes Back, he's, like, imprisoned, and he's, like, having trouble grabbing it, um, <laughs> but it's only because she's pushing it, and then she pulls it, so, that was, like, an amazing scene, like, that twist was, like, brilliant, I thought, because i thought to myself like why can't he pull it because he pulled that other guy you know what girl and he pulled him like Whoa! you know so it's like what the hell's going on and then you think he's pulling it toward him and it flies past him mm-hmm. and like that's awesome like that's the shit that i love like when you trick me like trick me i like respect a movie that fools me yeah. Where I'm like for a minute there I'm thinking something different and then it's like, "Oh, she's got it." Like, you know, I I just thought that was great.
1: <laughs> they did a lot of cool shit and like I like to avoid all that negativity.
0: Yeah, I mean, it the movie took me on a ride. I didn't yep. want to get off. And um going back to the similarities though, so with the desert, okay, so basically the next thing that happens is the similarities between four and seven they're in the millennium falcon so that's the next similarity like so you go oh, from yeah. desert to the millennium falcon and then we're off on our like adventure with han and chewy and
1: actually another complaint from
0: people was that they had
1: a constant every five to ten minutes nostalgia kick
0: so you yeah, have like yeah.
1: five minutes oh here's millennium falcon five more minutes oh there's han and Chewie. oh now you have this
0: Someone referred to it as, like, retro nostalgia parade. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I liked that. Like, I thought that was awesome.
0: Well, to me, that's the Force, like, working to seek balance. So now, like, this stuff has to happen, like, and it just kind of, like, triggers.
1: Oh, um. Uh, by the way, the prophecy was Anakin would bring balance to the Force, right?
0: He did, for a little bit.
1: Well, no, here's the thing. What is balance? That's, that's the one thing, like, nobody ever thinks about. Okay, so you know Qui-Gon Jinn says, "Oh, he's the one to bring balance to the Force." Balance to the Force is not killing all the fucking bad in the world, and then all of a sudden all there is is good. That would be imbalanced, would it not? Well, yeah. There were so many good Jedi. Anakin had to go fucking Sith because he was so powerful to counterbalance all that good.
0: Well, that's where it gets crazy because I think in Qui-Gon Jinn's mind, restoring balance means like the Sith are disrupting the balance.
1: Which is not true, because there's a balance between dark and light.
0: Well, then you have the fact that, like, what's the Jedi? I mean, they're, like, an organized religion, whereas the Sith are, like, free, and they're doing, like, what they want to do, whereas the mm-hmm. Jedi are kind of, like, um, imprisoned in their, you know, doctrination and what they need to do, and, like, that's why Anakin, like, rebelled, because they, they wouldn't make him, like, a member of the Jedi Council. Yep. And... Yoda never like constructively tried to help.
1: Like even in the Clone Wars series, I'm in season two now, um, and they're still kind of like like he's he's a general of the Clone Wars, going doing all these missions, and they're still like distant from him.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they kind of make it happen in a way.
1: They almost drive him to him because he has yeah. no sentimental attachment to like Yoda or Mace Windu or any of the main masters. Mace is a
0: fucking hard headed, like, tunnel visioned asshole.
1: Like, they almost say, Well, we're not training you. We don't trust you. We, You're not going to be sitting on our throne. Like, they keep on, you know, dangling the carrot and saying no. And he's like, Well, fuck you guys. I'm going to the Sith. He's going to freaking make me a Sith Lord.
0: Yeah, so, or or I can beat death. Like, that's that's better. You know, if you can save people's lives, that's like super good. So then, then it flips the whole thing over. Like, what's a Jedi anyway? It's kind of like, like yeah. like organized religion. What's religion? It's just a belief that certain people have that Jedi are supposed to protect from these other people. But um, I always thought Qui Gon Jinn meant ba- restoring balance. Like, it'll be good. Just good people. Like yeah, which is which is.
1: <laughs> but if you but if you think about it in the dictionary sense, what is
0: balance? It's the it's between it's between good and light, the perfect spot.
1: There has to be a balance between both.
0: Yeah, it's it's like the the teeter totter is like level. Yeah, there, there's no um,
1: so you can't have
0: good without evil. So it's actually in balance. It's in balance when during the the Sith reign, like if you want to put it in that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, like when Anakin. And that, that's the problem is is that when Anakin turns to the dark side and then they kill all the Jedi, it goes balanced towards the dark side. So then Luke has to bring it back over to the light because the dark's imbalanced at that point.
0: And you can look at it kind of like, okay, so all their, like, Yoda and all their visions are, like, clouded when there's Sith, like, running around. So the, to them, that's imbalanced because they can't, like, see everything. yeah. But it's, it's just like a selfish uh, thing.
1: Selfish ass?
0: <laughs> selfish fuck? It's like, it's, it's not my fault that you can't think right because I'm <laughs> this other, like, black, you know, force. Sorry. <laughs> but no, Jedi's gonna have it their way.
1: We must have it all. <laughs> mm.
0: Making them the bad, flipping it all around. <laughs> That's like philosophy 101, though. Like, let's just take everything you know and throw it out the window and then, like, reconstruct it. So um, I would say the the other major comparison
1: mm-hmm. besides for us just digging into you know details, death, death Star to Death Star.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I got that.
1: It's a third Death Star. Like there's three Death, but that's like a rite of passage in the Star Wars universe. That's the third iteration.
0: Yeah, and we we and he's going back to Vader, Grandpa, and all that. We got to mention though, people were pissed off at they're They're like, I guess um, in the book, it was like. The the Death Star, it, the beam, like, disappeared and then, like, reappeared at the targets. Yeah. And it created, like, a supernova or something. And it, and actually, it
1: then engulfed the planet, yeah. Yeah,
0: whereas this new one is just kind of, like, a magical, like, thing.
1: A little magical beam that splits into five.
0: <laughs> People are kind of like, that's fucking retarded. But I'm like, dude, it's Star Wars. like I loved if, it. If that's what it does, then that's what it does. That's like, what it
1: fucking does, man. It's
0: Star Wars. Like, you can't, like... What's light speed like? Why why can the Millennium Falcon go light speed? I, it's Star Wars. I don't know. I, I like it's the, the hyperdrive.
1: Prog- the, the progression now too, because before you had the first Death Star where they could just go down the freaking do the do the run and the blow it up. Run. Yeah, do the trench run, blow it up. Then the second one, they had to go to Endor and get rid of the. Um, the shield, and then they had to go inside, do a little bit of maneuvering inside the Death Star to blow it up. Yeah. Then the, this one now, you had to do the freaking shield generator. They had to blow it up from the inside. They actually, had the people in the death, the new Death Star had to have people inside, which was Chewie and Han blew it up from the inside to allow them to get inside to do the run. So it's like a an evolution of how they had to destroy these bases.
0: Yeah, and and right right there, um, it shows good writing, and also the the similarity of basically the protagonists are like running around in the base of the mm-hmm. enemy, and um, the other thing is Finn has a stormtrooper uh, suit on and takes his helmet off. What does Han and Luke do in A New Hope?
1: Yeah, same thing. They,
0: yeah, so that's another interesting. That's that jumping into the nitty gritty for sure. I love it. I took it as like. J.J. J. Abrams are just throwing us bones of nostalgia, which I gladly ate up.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that how much nostalgia is too much, and some people are calling it plagiarism, which is ironic, because <laughs> plagiarism means they didn't own the rights, so yeah, they own the rights to Star Wars. That is true, they, true. they can just plagiarize all day do long. do the fuck they want. That's and funny. <laughs> and to, to me, all that shit's like, it's a Star Wars movie. I expect that stuff. I love that stuff about it.
0: If it didn't have that, it would it would be, like, missing something in. One of the major
1: things is is that people mention is, like, when episode one came out, everybody was saying how great it was. Is all of this right now just hype because it's new? And we're excited about it.
0: Jar Jar was just a fucking atomic bomb, dude.
1: That's the thing. I didn't like Jar Jar the very first time I saw it. I didn't like
0: the Man. pod racing at all. I didn't even like the pod racing. Some people like that still. The yippee really rubbed me the wrong way. And that,
1: Cold, sir.
0: That's bad.
1: <laughs> like, I'll feel
0: you. Hard, sir. <laughs> like,
1: hard, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, what?
1: <laughs> like, like the, that's the thing that was like, <laughs> I didn't like that.
0: Like,
1: I I didn't have that hype when I saw it. And I saw it in theaters. I didn't like the hype.
0: Well, when I was listening to Jericho's podcast, one of his buddies, they were doing the Star Wars Symposium, he yeah. was saying, like, I, I kept trying to watch it over and over and force myself to like it. And that was kind of like me. Because I love the end. I, I love Darth Maul. I still love Darth Maul. Yep. I love Darth Sidious. Uh, Obi-Wan's awesome. Um, the end scene is, like, killer.
1: Even um, Obi-Wan yeah. with the rat tail, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And then you get Anakin with a freaking similar rat tail and part oh, hillbelly yeah. rat tail children.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, and I that was the other thing about the originals, like just the use of like younglings and pattywan. Hey, Vader Vader killed all Anakin killed all those. That's why I like Younglings like Jeez. Mm, younglings are
1: you? Come <laughs> come to the oddest land. Like Hard you will be. <laughs> we will train you in the forest with our religion. <laughs> <laughs> Truly goes to religious overtones of the Catholic Church. <laughs> and- <laughs> come to the priest's chambers. <laughs>
0: Have some fun, alter boy, younglings, <laughs> altered boy. After that, oh, so so yeah, um. it's like so funny, <laughs> so it's just there's the end is awesome. I'm trying to like think of what else in that movie is really like fucking badass. I don't know.
1: I, from front <laughs> to end, the whole movie is action packed. They filled up the entire couple hours it goes fast it's a fast two hours which is great movie telling um now here's the thing disney owns it so they're gonna shit out a new movie every year i hope they're all up to this level because i would hate to them for them to do like rogue one or hansel or the boba fett movie and it's like some kind of trash like i hope that they keep doing it with quality i think they will but i mean if pirates of the caribbean is anything it kind of went downhill after the first couple, so
0: yeah, it's just I don't I don't see it happening, but it could.
1: I mean, because if you think they're could. gonna stop, if you think they're gonna stop at nine in Boba Fett in 2020, they're gonna keep going, man. Oh, money is
0: money is something that you can never have enough of. So, mm-hmm. um, that's what they're in business for.
1: Basically, um, the one thing we're going to do with the, the, the Phobos militia is we're going to actually read other people's reviews. Um, first one we're going to read is there was a George Lucas actually spoke out on the movie finally. So um, here's what he said about episode seven. So let's read it and then we will go at it part by part. And we'll see what we got for time-wise.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I heard about, I heard, like, one sentence of what he said was, this is the Star Wars movie that the fans have have been wanting.
1: That's what he initially said. Now there's a lot.
0: That's a funny statement, too, in itself, because it's, like, saying, like, he didn't give them what they wanted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, like, aware of it.
1: Or that the current people are selling out and not going along with their own vision like he did with his movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, holy of sure. thou child. Yeah, I can see that.
1: <laughs> I mean, the whole religious overtones are... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overly political fucking movies. Um, <laughs> digging into fucking politics. All right, so what he said, and this was... He was on, like, the Charlie Rose show today, apparently. I don't even know who that is, but he was on there. Yeah. Um, All right. So... He first said, they wanted to do a retro movie. I don't like that. Every movie I work very hard to make them completely different. With different planets, different spaceships, make it new. That's his first quote. Mm. So basically that the Force Awakens doesn't feature anything new when it comes to any kind of tech or spaceships, which is odd because... You know, you would think that there would be some progress, things like that. Um, so, I honestly like that they, you know, did a throwback to the older movies, which were newer in the timeline than the prequel movies. Like, I like that they did, like, a progress and, like, progression, and, it like, it's progression with regression, because all the shit in 4 through 6 was, like, digressed and less technical than the shit from 1 through 3. Yeah,
0: because everything, like, took a shit.
1: Yeah, so it should remain like that.
0: Yeah, it's only been 30 years. That's really not that long.
1: If you think about it, like, back to the future, predicted we'd have hoverboards by now, and we'd have (laughs) flying fucking cars. Do we have that shit? Jetsons and shit. (laughs) It's like 30 years now from that. No, we don't have that shit. No. So 30 years really is no time at all, so... Yeah, I don't agree with that. There's nothing really you can really shit on that one. but um. So Lucas then continues to mention how Disney scrapped his storylines in favor of what critics deem the most expensive piece of fan fiction ever created. So what Lucas said was, they looked at the stories and said, we want to make something for the fans. They decided they didn't want to use my stories. They decided they were going to do their own thing. They weren't that keen to have me involved anyway. But if I got in there, I was just going to cause trouble because they're not going to want to do what I tell them to do. And I don't have control to do that anymore. And all I would do is muck everything up. So I said, OK, I will go my way and let them go their way. It says right here that he had no control and he didn't had nothing to do with the movies because they wouldn't let him, let him have complete control.
0: Even the characters and stuff?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much involvement he had. He might have given them ideas or something, but okay. it sounds like here, like they didn't use them.
0: They want to do his own thing. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> sounds like a whiny little bitch about that stuff.
0: It's like everything opposite. It's like so if if he if he doesn't like it, it's probably really good.
1: Oh yeah. If he likes good. it, it's probably
0: terrible. He bigger.
1: hated Darth Vader. He hated Boba Fett. What yeah, this think? dude's all
0: fucked up. <laughs> but yet he, come, he came up with Star Wars. It's all crazy, right?
1: So the, and then um, Lucas talks about. Um, People now playing it safe by making movies and sequels instead of doing something original like he did with Star Wars, which was new at the time. So everybody went out and made spaceship movies, and they were all horrible, and they lost tons of money. And you say there's more to it than that. Uh, You just can't go out and do spaceships, of course. Uh, The only way you can really make money is to not take chances, only do something that's proven. you got to remember, Star Wars came from nowhere. American graffiti came from nowhere. There was nothing like it before that. Now if you do anything that's not a sequel or a TV series and doesn't look like one, they the industry won't do it. So basically the industry is being very safe and do, only doing tight and true things now. They're not as experimental.
0: Mhm. Which which is true. True to a point. But I'm but I like the film, so and
1: and here's the thing is it's like the the grittiness of a Tarantino who doesn't conform to all that bullshit, and yet his movies are some of the best that come out.
0: Yeah, I would say if I didn't like this film, it would have really like been devastating because that that would have meant that it's almost a majority of the Star Wars films are like subpar. Then yeah, and that's like a bad thing. So I'm I'm really happy that <laughs> it was. No other Star Wars had me like as emotionally invested though.
1: It, it pulled the right nostalgia strings and had a good enough story and good enough acting and all that.
0: Even just with Ray, like...
1: The the new characters were good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what hitting those tied... Tried and true tropes. There's a double T for you. Uh, the tied and... The tried and true tropes. Say that 20 times fast. Viewers, <laughs> yeah. Um But, like, using those is perfect because you get that same connection that you had with the older characters, with the newer characters. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So so here's what Lucas said about his movies, because he considers those his kids. Oh. He, he joked about selling them to the white slavers. He said, I sold them to the white slavers to take these things. And he laughed and he cut himself off. So he considers Disney white slavers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, What? <laughs>
1: like, he's so fucked up, it's Wow, I, th- I thought they were, like, <laughs> buddies
0: still. Well, I didn't sad. know it was, like, severed.
1: Oh, no, it was completely severed.
0: It's a wow. fucking baby, like... Oh, yeah, Well, like, he sold it. I mean... No one put a gun to his head, right? He made
1: billions of dollars. did <laughs> and... they put a
0: blaster to his head, but I didn't see it.
1: Well, the thing is, is that he struck gold with his fucking... You know his his idea, and you, it's like you can't. Lightning doesn't strike twice for everybody. So nope. I mean that's the thing. He just didn't do it well. <laughs> oh, well, like I mean, if you had that great of uh, stuff, do American Graffiti three. I mean, that's <laughs> there was an American Graffiti two, wasn't that good?
0: It's interesting. What like what else did he say? Is there anything else?
1: That that was all of
0: it. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So hilarious is what it is
0: i think they made all the right choices by by making the one guy african-american and the one a female because now you have these two demographics that weren't really i i think that was the joke in like part four five and six like all of the troops are like white guys like all like the the rebel i mean you have lando i think he might be the only black guy in that whole
1: the the first movie, it was like the, the white alliance, like rebel alliance. There was yeah. there wasn't even aliens, like there wasn't even Mon calamari. Whatever. <laughs> like there was nobody. It was all white people mm-hmm. running around. Um, I I don't even think there was a you know color person in the whole thing. Like it was crazy.
0: Yeah. So now it, they they can relate on a level that's like tribal. I mean, like,
1: but but is that is that forced? Is that purposeful? It's like oh. Now you guys are just throwing a female protagonist and then a a black sidekick, like it's almost like, are they forcing it? I think it feels natural, but
0: it feels natural. But I think the idea was let's get girls in the Star Wars. Let's, you know, let's get everybody in the Star Wars, and I think they did right because again, it never happened like this before. So it actually it is different, Georgie Porgie yeah actually it's a lot different you have a female this time how is that the same this is way different
1: man there there was one fucking review that i read and i can't find it and they were saying how terrible the acting was
0: and all that i was like oh my god we could tear that one apart yeah, i read a review that said how terrible episode four's acting was because george lucas directed it <laughs> so i mean that's the funny thing about opinions like well yeah and the thing is, is that you have to sift
1: through the, the zombies, because you got some people that are just bitching to be different, too. Oh, everybody's saying this movie's great. Let's shit on it. Let's find something to nitpick that we don't like. Like, um, the first one on Metacritic says, visually interesting, but poorly written. So they said the movie was fucking poorly written. This is like one of the best mo- written movies that's come out in the Star Wars because it's it's meticulous. It's a poorly written character. The characters were one dimensional. Like Ray's one dimensional.
0: How is I, that even? Not at
1: all. Wow. She has multiple dimensions to her. Like like we've been sitting here over analyzing every aspect of this movie for the past like hour ish. Like there's nothing one dimensional <laughs> about this movie.
0: No, I mean, and she gets pissed off. She's happy. She's sad. Like there's all the she has. She hits all the facets. Well, and she's not only
1: like. You know, learning the light side of the force. Like she's a scrapper. She knows how to scrap things. She also knows how to pilot stuff. She knows how to do mechanics. Like, like she has multiple facets to her personality. Um, they said the plot is unimaginative. (laughs) Like it does do a lot of rehashing, but it does so much different to change things up too. Um, yeah, there's no way. That's what I'm saying, like, one sentence right there, and it's, like, completely garbage. And this was a three out of ten. Making a bigger Death Star and spending five seconds planning to destroy it with the same idea ripped off from episode four and six was completely asinine. (laughs) Again, it's a Star Wars movie.
0: You gotta have similarities. Because it brings you back to what it is. It's like metallica like making load like that's not similar to their old work so it like pissed off a lot of people you know that's a good uh, analogy to like episodes like one two and kind of three they people were pissed off because it it was different
1: the the death star almost set up the whole scene where they were showing the plans and they just showed the old death star the new one and han's face is like oh shit <laughs> like, like, that almost was all there just to set that scene up, because it made it classic. Like, Han is just perfect. This might be Harrison Ford's best Star Wars movie. Like, he is the... Like, he ta- he tears that movie up. It's awesome.
0: What I noticed, because, and I thought that, too, because he's so schooled now in acting, because he's, like, like an elder. Yeah. He, he knows, like, how to work the face, work the little body gestures. If you watch him like in 4, I mean he's so young, it's like crazy. Even even the way he like delivers his lines is just like clunky kind of like. Yeah. You know.
1: The the only good thing about this shiny turd is that episode 4 and 5 keep looking better and better in comparison. <laughs> like like this person is just trolling, like they're not saying anything to justify their negative comments. All 3 writers deserve blame for this mindless tripe and i smell more toy story than empire strikes back hopefully disney's check will bounce and lucas can quietly repossess the franchise and prevent any further suffering for the fans yeah all the fans are suffering like this is this is terrible yeah yeah okay
0: yeah people are going nuts i've never seen fans go this nuts that's something else that's really important
1: Episode 1 fans went pretty fucking nuts. They were they were happy for the first month.
0: month?
1: And then yeah, <laughs> that's not too
0: long.
1: <laughs> we have we're not even a month. We're we're like we're two week we're two weeks in like right now. Like so who knows that's the who's thing. To say, yeah. So 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 could be will the hype die and then everybody's going to start panning this movie? I don't know. No, I, I mean, I, don't I think, think so. that it's all possible, this but... I think all this negativity is going to leave a stain on it. Like there like there's no way you cannot compare this to episode four now, because so many people have said it. Like you have to. That's why we had to talk about it. So many people have said it. The question is, is does that ruin the movie? No. If anything, it makes like it, it it's a complete tribute to the original trilogy, which is what we've wanted from a new Star Wars movie since the frickin' prequel trilogy sucked ass until episode three kind of redeemed it a little
0: i kind of see it like a cycle it's just how like the cycle is like so anakin came from the desert luke comes from the the desert ray comes from the desert they all Mm -hmm. it's like the similar the force like the way that it works yep so that's the thing it's just that's actually good that ray's from the desert because it correlates with anakin and luke yeah. So it actually ties it together better, in my opinion. <laughs> see, it's the way people look at it is crazy because I see it a totally different way.
1: And it's how you justify it. Like we can, and we can manipulate our point of view to justify our our ways and oh, yeah. shit on everybody else's. Day, that's what we all do. It's great,
0: pretty much. Like the review thing. Yeah, everyone's a critic. The greatest.
1: critic. So to wrap things up, since we we did some craziness here, um, <clears throat> what is your prediction? For the next two movies, like general outline prediction.
0: So, um, I don't think Finn has any force powers at okay. all. Okay. Not a shred. I, I agree. But I think he will be kind of like the co pilot, co buddy to Ray, like for the rest of the series. Mm, I
1: don't think so. I think
0: either that or Ray will be with Chewie.
1: I think Ray's with Chewie. I think she took the place of they're going to have, and that's how it changes the dichotomy is that the Luke Skywalker had R2. She is going to be almost the bounty hunter, smart ass style aspect with Chewie. Now it's going to be a different style. They're doing it a little differently. It's not a huge fucking leap, but it's a different sidestep. They're not doing exactly the same thing.
0: I do see Finn with them. I see him as the gunner. In the Falcon,
1: I don't know if they're going to have him with him, or if he's going to continue with Poe, Dameron, and maybe start doing stuff over on that side of the things, and then they're going to develop that whole story more. I would like them to develop Poe more.
0: They might actually even have a love thing with Ray and Finn.
1: Oh, there, there were definitely, um, there's definitely emotional ties.
0: Well, because like Finn was like, "Are you single?" I, I think that they
1: <laughs> they definitely will, and I think they might keep them apart in the next movie a lot, and then they'll focus more on that during episode nine to build drama tension. Some kind of sacrifice, or she has to save Finn somehow.
0: And then, I, and then I think it's gonna be um, Snoke is gonna be like revealed as Plagueis.
1: Yeah. So, so how far are they going to go back? Did he manipulate the entire series, or is he just, or did he just fall off?
0: I think we'll figure that out in nine. So I think yeah. I think eventually he'll turn on like Kylo or something, or like a, there's going to be like a rift there.
1: I, and that's that's a good thing because we actually hope that they're tying it all together. They may just go a different route completely and just do new shit.
0: Why I say that is because. Han's like you know he's gonna destroy you when he gets what he wants, so I. That's think what they're used to. With they're the gonna stuff. come to that. It's gonna come to that. Something's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and that should be a really interesting thing that's gonna play out there. So I think more of that's gonna come out. Um, Luke is gonna train Ray, obviously.
1: Now, now I think because because what we'll do is we'll do both of our pr- predictive analysis together instead of doing two. Yeah, you might as well. I think that Luke is going to be, and I hope he does, I hope he's reluctant, he doesn't want to train her, he fights at the entire fucking beginning of the movie.
0: At first I think he will, because that's a classic, um, like, the comeuppance of a hero, there's always like that part where they... There has to be a conflict, She, can't, yeah. she he, he can't yeah. just
1: automatically, alright, now we're training you in the force, like, no, he has to be like, no man, freaking Kylo Ren killed everybody, I don't want to train anybody. No. And then she has to like win him over with, and it makes her more of a likable character. Like she has to win him.
0: And that's the opposite of Luke with Yoda because like Yoda, um,
1: fucked with him. Well, well do we even know if Ray really wants, she didn't want to even touch the lightsaber again. Then she happened to, and then she takes the lightsaber to find Luke. But is she actually there to train? They never really specified that exactly. We assume she is, but...
0: I also took that as, like, take up your weapon, like, shit's getting real.
1: Yeah, th- there was one thing that people were mentioning is, like, if this was the whole reason why the Resistance was looking for Luke for all these years, why would they send somebody brand new by herself with just one other person? Why wouldn't they send the entire entire force to go get Luke?
0: That's another thing, I think, because it's going to come out that she's Leia's daughter, not Luke's daughter,
1: so and you got the, the Leia to, to instead of Luke,
0: so Leia um trusts that Ray she's she knows what she's doing
1: i, I think they're gonna do that too, and that you know just Han didn't realize it and
0: because she grew up too much, like yeah, and Han became a smuggler because I was reading the backstory what happened in the in the book. Han went to become a smuggler um and Leia didn't divulge
1: and they were married.
0: Yeah, during the marriage, like Leia kept the secret that Kylo was... Turning evil. Yeah, so then Han's like, well, we can't keep secrets in marriage, so I'm going back to smuggling. And then she went back to become a general.
1: Yeah, because she, she tried to save Ben on her own, Kylo Ren on her own, and she failed. And she kept that from Han and pissed him off.
0: So p- there, people are saying, well, if, if Luke... He was the best fire pilot and everything. Well, then Rey has to be his daughter. Well, no, because, number one, all all Jedi are good pilots. Everybody with
1: the Force was an expert pilot, yeah.
0: But, like, Leia and Luke are one and the same because they're from the same egg, like a split egg. So any child that comes from both of them is could be, like, awesome. Yeah. So that's moot in the sense that, like, oh, it, it can only be Luke's kid. It can be either or. Cause I, I'm
1: hoping that they just throw a curveball and ends up being like a clone or something. That would be awesome because it would be a whole new aspect to the story, a whole new conflict for her. It would destroy Ray.
0: And like we got tricked, like I said, be- because like, she would have been like,
1: sitting on Jakku waiting for no one because there were no parents to come pick her up because she was fucking test tube baby.
0: That was in the movie too. They're like, no one's coming to get you. I can't remember who said that on um, the Maz. That's it, yeah. She's like, no one's coming. So she she knows.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, everybody always has that aspect. Like, you're waiting for nobody.
0: But Maz is Force-sensitive, though. She just doesn't. Because she knows Han's there. She's like, Han Solo! And she doesn't even see him. So, she's, she's like a... People were comparing her to Yoda. But she's small and Force-sensitive and, and like elderly and wise but she's far from yoda <laughs> she's
1: thousands of years old so she's before all them stayed alive and uh let's see what else do
0: we think's gonna
1: happen so basically you're gonna have the whole build up and the big reveal will be the background of ray at the end of episode eight
0: mm-hmm Sounds about right, yeah.
1: I mean, that that holds true for episode five, and it'll end on a dark note, because they have to. They're going to follow it. Um, And plus, the guy who's directing it's Breaking Bad, so it'll it'll be a little darker. Um, perfect for that yeah, that's one. That's awesome. And then, you know, at the end, we're going to see the whole end battle. Hopefully, it is Plagueis, and we get to see Luke versus Plagueis. Um, hopefully, we get to see that in episode eight, and there's some kind of <laughs> aspect to that. Because um, cause the end has to be Kylo versus Rey. And somehow she saves him or something like that. Or he turns her. Right? <laughs> that would be great. But no, I, I really think like the, how it has to end is that she somehow saves him.
0: And I almost wonder if Luke is going to just be like Yoda was. Like, just go and... Let's, I have a
1: feeling they're going to kill him off, too.
0: Yeah, I don't see him, like, running around with the group. No, I, I don't, and I don't see him going to
1: episode, if they do a 10 or if they however they do it, I don't see him going on. I see it either, like,
0: old Ben to, like, sacrifice himself, or, um, like, Yoda, he'll just stay in his own little, like, world.
1: <laughs> like, I think it'll be him and Plagueis, and they're going to take each other out somehow.
0: That would be awesome.
1: That's my prediction. That would be an awesome fight. I don't know if they're gonna kill him in episode eight. I think they won't. I think they're gonna draw it out. But maybe they will. Because I mean, how are they gonna make it any darker than five was? I mean, you know, five everything is just looking dark and dreary. But in, I mean, because in eight you're gonna have to see how big the actual first order is the Nazi regime that is the First Order?
0: The First Order. Yeah, that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nazi so over massacre. the top. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a Hitler scene right there.
1: If that was the entire First Order, that's terrible because that's when the resistance should have struck that planet, killed all the First Order. But I think they're huge. Like that was just one of many planets they are at.
0: Sounds about right.
1: Yeah. The, the First Order. <laughs>
0: The whole Plagueis thing, though, is just, like, so badass. Like, he just seems so, like, above everything else that it's almost like, I just want to see what's, what he's going to do. So, so if it is the clone
1: aspect or Plagueis moving his force into another being, maybe he will infect Luke, take over his body, or infect Ray and take over their body. That would be awesome because you would see... Like, if he took over, like, Luke, like, Ray would have to take him out. (laughs) Or, you know, like, he tries to do Ray and he's unsuccessful somehow, and then he goes into Luke.
0: I just see Plagueis as, like, Pauly from Goodfellas, like, he don't move for anybody. (laughs) You know? I just kind of see him as that kind of guy. Like, I don't got to do nothing. He's going
1: to somehow have to battle, and I hope if they do the battle, it's more force powers and less saber.
0: So when he does do the battle, if and when, it'll be fucking, like, gargantuan times. And hopefully if they, they be, keep you know? they
1: keep at the samurai, where they keep the battle, the lightsaber aspects to a minimum for the important parts. They did that pretty well in 7.
0: That was another problem with the prequels. It was just, like, Saber battles splatter everywhere. everywhere. Um, mostly in 2. 2 is, like, redonkulous.
1: 2 was really bad about that. I think 3 did it well.
0: I mean, that was what the story was. There's a bunch of Jedi at one point, you know? I mean, I guess... Anakin had
1: to bring balance by slaughtering them all. That's it, man. Anakin and Palps. (laughs) Palping it up. Palps rules. (laughs) Well, I think we went long enough with the fucking... um, The Phobos Militia over analytical insanity podcast.